chapter 1. Amen. Thank you for worshiping with us. Amen. I want to give honor to Sister Elder tonight and honor the memory of the good elder. Amen. And uh, honor his legacy and his memory tonight. Feels good in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. I trust that you are not taken for granted what you have tonight. When you have a relationship with God, when you have had that experience where your Creator has become your Savior. <laughs> Amen. The prophet Isaiah got excited about it. He said, Jehovah has become my salvation. Amen. That's something to get excited about. And I still get excited about being saved and somebody else getting saved. That's what it's all about. Amen. That's why we're here. That's why we're in the church. That's why there is a church. Is to get saved and stay saved and help somebody else get saved and stay saved and they can help somebody else. And Amen, amen. That's why we have the number of people that we have in this building. And that's why when the next one gets built, you're going to fill that one up. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. I believe that. I said I believe that from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. There is revival in Hutchinson, Kansas. Amen. There's a spirit of revival here. Amen. Revival has been here, and I believe it's going to stay here. Amen. Just saying what I feel tonight. Is that all right? I'm not trying to hype anybody up. I'm, not, I'm just trying to help you understand that this man knows what he's talking about. God knows what he's doing. Amen. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 18, for as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Amen. The Apostle Peter is helping the church understand that uh, this didn't happen just any old way. Your salvation, your redemption experience didn't happen according to your outline, according to your plan. But it was according to God's plan and God's purpose. Amen. He's not saying that you have not been redeemed. He's just saying that what the world could offer you didn't do what needed to be done. You've not been redeemed with corruptible things, but you have been redeemed. Amen. There's a lot of things that I've received by inheritance from my earthly father, and so have you. There's a lot of things that we've received by inheritance from Adam and the fall and the sin in the garden. There's a lot of things that we didn't ask for that we got. Amen, but there's some things that I'll never deserve that God gave to me. 
I've got a burden to preach about the blood of Jesus tonight. We've been redeemed by the blood. And if you haven't been, you can be. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here right now. Let's love him together. Thank you for your anointing that's in this place tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen, amen. Lord bless you. You can be seated tonight. Apostle Peter is writing to the church. We read in the first verse of 1 Peter chapter 1. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontius and Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and uh, Bithynia. Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and uh, sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Didn't take him very long to get to the point, did it? He said, you're in the church because of Jesus Christ. There's a church in the world because God came as a man into the world to provide salvation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Amen, Jesus Christ is not Jehovah Junior. He's not the second person in the Trinity. For all the fullness of the Godhead dwelt in him bodily. And we are complete in him. I'm glad I know who Jesus is. I know Jesus is the Father. I know Jesus is the Son. I know Jesus is the Holy Ghost. He's Father in creation, Son in redemption, Holy Ghost in salvation. Amen, I don't know about you, but I'm Holy Ghost happy tonight uh, that God loved this world enough uh, to say I'm not gonna let them die in their sin, uh, but I will make a way for them to be saved. Hallelujah, we've been sanctified. Amen, unto obedience and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. We have been redeemed. This is not about how good I am. This is not about how educated I am. This is not about who my family is. Amen, I wanna, I wanna butt heads with an old spirit of hell tonight that says you gotta be all that to, to get in the church. 
You gotta have a pedigree. You gotta have uh, a reputation. You gotta have uh, social status. You gotta have this. Uh, amen. What you've gotta have is experience uh, with Jesus Christ. The Bible said if you wanna get in the church, this is what you gotta have, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost you don't earn gifts amen you receive gifts you don't deserve gifts you receive gifts a gift is not about what you've worked for a gift is not about what you've earned a gift is not about what you deserved a gift is what somebody else has done for you and says I want you to have it let me just preach my heart tonight Peter said that you have received inheritance from your earthly fathers. A vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers. You got it whether you want it or not. But you have been redeemed from that. One preacher several years ago said, what Adam got you into, Jesus got you out of. <laughs> amen, amen. It doesn't matter who you are. If you will put forth an effort, uh, you will get his attention. Amen, just ask old blind Bartimaeus uh, sitting by the highway side begging uh, and he heard that it was Jesus uh, that was passing by uh, and he began to cry out, Jesus, thou son of David, uh, have mercy on me. Amen, and many charged him that he should hold his peace uh, but he cried the more a great deal, thou son of David, uh, have mercy on me. Society said you've got too many problems. His generation said you don't come from the right side of the tracks. Man, society said your family has a bad reputation. But his heart said, amen, I know who that is. And if I could just get his attention. Amen, Timaeus means to be unclean and Bar means son of. I may be the son of an unclean man. Amen, I may have a dirty daddy, but that's not what matters. What matters is I have a need and Jesus is the need meter. Amen, I know I'm not good enough. I know I'm not smart enough. I know I'm not wealthy enough. I know I'm not educated enough. But I know God is good enough. Oh, I feel the goodness of God reaching. I said, I feel the goodness of God reaching for some souls in this place tonight. Somebody lift up your voice in the presence of the Lord right now. My Lord, have mercy. 
my Lord, I'm telling you, you don't have to wait. Amen. Be on the service tonight. But what you come to this church needing, God is good enough to meet your need. Amen. I'm already off my notes, but I feel led in this direction right now. Amen. Jesus will not impose his will upon you. Very few times in your Bible do you read where God hand delivered. Amen. Imposed the miraculous on anybody. Amen. The exceptions are few. There is a biblical precedent that is established that if you want what he has, lift up your voice. If you need something from God, open up your mouth. I said, open up your mouth. Amen. Bartimaeus is sitting there. Amen. And sitting here has done me no good. Amen. I'm tired of begging for my living. I'm tired of living this way. Amen. I'm tired of going home the same way every day. I'm tired of getting up in the same old world every day. I'm tired of this blindness. I'm tired of this oppression. I'm tired of this fear. I wish somebody help me preach right now. I'm tired, amen, of being afraid. I'm tired of being confused. I'm tired of asking questions and getting no answers. But he heard somebody's coming by that hadn't come by as yet. I heard about this man. Jesus, have mercy on me. Amen, I'm telling you, if he'd just sit there, let me help somebody right now. I know he's God. I know he knows everything. But if he'd have sat there with an attitude, well, he knows who I am, where I am, what I need, and if he wants to do it, he'll do it. Find me a place in your Bible where he was never ready to do something for anybody. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. It's his good pleasure to give to you the kingdom. Amen. He told Moses at the burning bush, I have surely seen the affliction of my people. Two verses later, he said, I'm come down to deliver them. But the verse in between, I have seen and I am come. God said, and I have heard their cry. It ain't about what God sees. It ain't about what God knows. It's about what God hears. That determines what God does. I'm just want to encourage somebody tonight. Amen. Want it bad enough to lift up your voice. Want it bad enough to cry out, Lord, have mercy on me. Amen. I feel mercy in this place tonight. I said I don't care where you come from. I don't care what you're is what I do care about is that God can do what needs to be done he can save anybody from anything at any time amen one version reads and interprets be seated vain conversation as useless way of life You've been redeemed from your useless way of life. Oh, my Lord. 
I got to hurry tonight. You've been redeemed. Another version says, uh, from the impossible road to heaven, uh, which your fathers tried to take. It does matter what you believe. It does matter what church you go to. It does matter how you're baptized. Amen, I'm not trying to throw anybody on the bus. Amen, but your daddy may be the most religious man in town. Amen, but you have can be redeemed from the impossible road to heaven which your fathers have tried to take. They may try to go to heaven by accepting Jesus as their savior. But that's the impossible road to heaven. You can't get to heaven from there. But where you can get to heaven from is repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all. Oh, let's clap our hands and praise that one God right now. My Lord, have mercy. Oh, I got a good feeling right now. I feel the breath of the Holy Ghost ripping in this place. He has come to make the difference for you, regardless of who you are and what you need. Amen. You may be seated tonight. All the way back to Genesis, the third chapter. Amen, the word of God declares that unto Adam also and his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. God uh, authored and initiated uh, substitutionary sacrifice. Something dying in the place of somebody else. We read in Hebrews the ninth chapter and almost all things are by the law purged with blood. And without shedding of blood is no remission. There can be nothing that happens to sin if there's no blood. There's got to be blood shed for sin to be eradicated. Let me just let me just say what I feel right now. Amen. Eradicate sin. Do away with it. Get out of the sinning business. Not be a better sinner, but stop sinning. Remission. Remission of sin. The washing away, the doing away. Amen, amen. In the Old Testament, uh, amen, I read about the altars of worship uh, before the law had blood shed on them. The hundreds of years under the law. Amen, you, you can read your Bible uh, page after page, chapter after chapter, book after book, generation after generation, hundreds uh, of years uh, of sacrifices uh, under the law. There was a better part of 4,000 years from Adam to Jesus Christ. Most of those years were under the law. Millions, if not billions of 
gallons of animal blood was shed in the Old Testament. Amen. But every sacrifice only provided a temporary fix. Even the big sacrifice every year, the atonement offering, all it could do was push sin ahead for just another year. And I got to do it again next year. And I got to do it again the year after that. And we got to do it again. All we can do is just keep shoving the pile of sin on down the road. And the mountain of sin gets higher and higher. I want to preach, no matter how much blood was shed, it was never enough. It was never enough. No matter how pure the sacrifice was, no matter how holy the priest was, no matter how meticulous they followed the ordinance, it was never enough. The Bible said in Hebrews chapter 10, however, for the law... <laughs> having a shadow. The law having a shadow of good things to come. What the law was saying is this ain't permanent. Pardon my poor English. This isn't permanent. Amen. I, I, I just come from South Louisiana. Y'all going to have to bear with me. Amen. It's going to take me a week or so to get this Cajun slang off my tongue. <laughs> I sure like how they eat, though. Amen. Can I get a witness? Oh, yeah. So I might, I might say ain't too many times. Please, please don't get distracted by ain'ts. And can'ts just worry about being a saint, all right? Amen. <laughs> yeah, a law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things can never, somebody shout never. The law can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. The law can never get the job done. But that was God's plan. You're right. But it wasn't God's final plan. The law was the schoolmaster to lead us to Christ. Amen. The law was good for the time being, but it wasn't the ultimate plan. What the law did was point to a better way. Oh, I said the law could never do it. The law could never get it done. But the law, while always coming up short, always said it's not enough, but something's coming that is. I'm not good enough, but there's a better thing on the way. And Jesus said, I didn't come to destroy the law or the prophets. I've come to fulfill them. Again, Hebrews 9, but Christ being come a high priest of good things to come. 
Oh, my Lord. That old lying devil says it's been the way it is so long it'll never change. But I've come to preach to somebody. There's something good on the way. There's good things to come for somebody I'm preaching to right now. I don't know who you are. I don't know who's who tonight. But I know what I'm feeling. Amen. That's a lie from hell that says it's been the way it is too long and therefore it will never change. Amen. They were under the law for hundreds of years but the law was still saying there's something better on the way. Amen. Christ being coming high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Hey, the ox wasn't good enough. The bullock wasn't good enough. The ram wasn't good enough. The turtle dove wasn't good enough. But there's a high priest of good things to come. That by his own blood, he and once into the holy place having obtained eternal redemption for us. Well, I'm preaching doctrine not now. Is that all right? For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling and unclean sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. Amen. That was a ordinance of the law. Amen. There were ceremonial cleansings that you could become clean. There was an ordinance you can follow. There was a statute you could pay. There was a program you could follow. And you could be declared physically clean. If you touched a dead body or ate something unclean or did something out from under the law, he said the the ashes of a heifer and the blood of bulls and goats. It was good enough to pronounce your flesh clean. But he said, how much more? You see what could happen. Amen. Those animal sacrifices are going to do so much. You can only deal with the surface. But amen, Jesus Christ, the high priest of better things to come. Hallelujah. Entered in once to the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption. Not temporary forgiveness, but eternal redemption. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself that spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Let's lift our hands right now. Somebody thank God for the blood. In sin I wandered sore and sad with bleeding heart and aching head till Jesus came and sweetly said, I'll 
take your sin away. He didn't come to help you feel better about your sin. He didn't come to put a band-aid on your sin-stained and scarred soul. But he entered in and obtained eternal redemption. He'll purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Come on, would you stand with us if you're able tonight? I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Somebody here needs the blood of Jesus. Somebody here tonight needs some help. Somebody here right now, there's something going on on the inside of you. Come on, church, pray with me right now. This whole service is one of this moment. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I said there's something wrong with your conscience. There's something wrong in your soul. But I've got some blood for you. How much more shall the blood of Christ... The announcement of Jesus Christ by John the Baptist was behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. Pray with me. Lift up your voice in God's house. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, that's it. Go ahead and obey the Holy Ghost. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Some of you can remember how it used to be before the blood, before you came to an altar, before you repented of your sins, before you got baptized in Jesus' name, before you were filled with the glorious gift of the Holy Ghost, before you were washed and sanctified and justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah! I'm not what I was before the blood. I don't look like I looked before the blood. I don't act like I acted before the blood. I don't live like I lived before the blood. These altars are open right now. Somebody come on and bring your problem. Bring your soul. Bring your heart. Bring your fear. Bring your trouble. Come on, if you need some from the Lord uh, on this first night of revival. Uh, amen, this is what it's all about. Uh, this is why we came. This is why the lights are on and the doors are open. 
there is no sin he can't forgive if you'll repent there's no problem he can't solve if you'll give it to him there's no dilemma he can't work out if you'll give him a chance he may come on the blood of Jesus I've been redeemed I've been redeemed I've been redeemed I've been redeemed the blood has purchased my salvation the blood of Jesus Christ has of a lamb without blemish and without spot Aaron couldn't do it but Jesus did Moses couldn't do it but Jesus did it the law couldn't do it but grace did what the law couldn't do come on somebody open your mouth up lift up your voice Lift up your voice. Somebody get his attention. In the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody lift up your voice. Jesus, I need mercy. Jesus, I need mercy. Jesus, I need mercy. Jesus, I need mercy. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Come on, when you feel the Holy Ghost, give in to it. Surrender to it. Yield to it tonight. Receive you of the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. I speak the name. Come on, don't worry about what it sounds like. Just let the Holy Ghost flow. Come on, I've got blood. the blood tonight come on something's starting to flow in this altar the blood's working the blood's working tonight
Come on, church, step up right now. Step up in the Holy Ghost. Step up in the Holy Ghost. Unleash your faith. Pray in faith. Plead the blood. Come on, the blood wants to work for somebody. I plead the blood of Jesus Christ. I speak the name of Jesus. Thank you. 